moving past the halfway mark and actually remembering the catchphrase for Wednesday. Wednesday, November the 9th, 2022. My name, Jay Cleveland Payne. This is things you might have heard for today, which was actually yesterday, uh, which was we touted as Election Day here in the United States. So very little, in fact, no real Election Day news to pop into because a lot of the stories uh, don't really fit into the narrative of chit chat stuff. And most of those things are, you know, they'll be talking about it on the national scene. But these are some stories that sort of got overtaken by the national stuff that was elections. Just so you make sure you understand that other things did happen other than John Fetterman maybe winning uh, the Pennsylvania Senate seat and Sarah Huckabee Sanders basically winning the Arkansas seat, although she doesn't live here, she lives in Florida. Uh, it's, you know, one of those things. Uh, but this is a, a thing in the next minute or so, we're going to go for you eight news stories that happened in the last 30 hours that were vetted by folks like you that you said were conversational, even if it's not, you know, Warnock maybe winning over uh, Herschel Walker there in, um, you know, in Georgia. We don't really know because these things take, you know, counting millions of ballots takes time. But we'll talk more about that stuff tomorrow, we're sure, when we get some actual things that are finalized and we get some real numbers of what's going to happen for the American electorate. Right now, we're going to give you those eight stories that were pretty much good enough for today's standards. Hopefully you'll love them, enjoy them. If not, let us know, uh, reply to us, respond to us by any means wherever you get this message, either in the podcast form or in its video forms. And stop by our main website, which is this is a conversation project.com, and you can, you know, be a part of the thing, if you will. Let's get on with the thing and start with the first story on the bat. Real news starting off with a potential hurricane. That's Nicole is its name, prompting evacuation orders as it heads towards the Florida East Coast. While we are still counting ballots across the nation and in Florida, because they take a long time counting them there as well, uh, they're dealing with their second hurricane in a month possible coming in. Potential hurricane Nicole of forming into some sort of storm and making people get ready for evacuation again. Um, hurricane season, obviously not quite over as they keep on coming, uh, but we're going to see how this is going to be a potential issue for the states uh, and the ripple effects going forward. I don't think there's going to be much of an effect for the election stuff because they have plenty of time, I believe, to wrap up their actual physical stuff and move on. Uh, but this, of course, a Florida hurricane is always a big deal that needs to be dealt with. And we're going to see how well this will be dealt with coming up in the next few days, see if it's going to be an issue basically going into the weekend. Quick hydration break to uh, keep in there, clear the throat. Move on to the second story. No particular order of these stories. These are just some of the top stories that you guys said were interesting, and we picked them out, the ones that we thought were the most interesting of them based on that top ranking. At least one ticket hits record $2.04 billion Powerball jackpot, lottery officials say. Now, we opened up the day with the announcement that the lottery, uh, the Powerball numbers were going to be delayed uh, from last night. They should have went out about 10 something uh, uh, Eastern time. They didn't go out till this mo yesterday morning, uh, about, about 10 o'clock in the morning, I believe. And after that, one ticket sold in California, essentially verified for the jackpot. And the jackpot's going to be about $900 million. So almost a billion dollars going to this person in the lump sum. Now, some people say what a with a prize like this, you might not actually want to take the lump sum because the lost money, um, if it's gonna if you it's gonna be that large loss of money, you might want to go with it and then maybe call JG Wentworth and get that annuity. Maybe he can hook you up with that one. However, one person got the big winning, so it's gonna back to normal winnings as of this week. Uh, so obviously less people buying Powerball tickets until it gets back up to about you know 
$800 million or so. Congratulations to that winner. And hopefully they can, I don't know about the laws in California. I don't, don't know if you can be an anonymous winner of the lottery, but hopefully they can. That's a whole lot of eyeballs looking at you at this point in time. Let's go on to oh, the actual real news of the day. Chris Evans, the year the Chris is coming back. Name is Sexiest Man Alive by People Magazine. Now, there's been a lot of famous Chris's, a lot of movie star Chris's who had this title. Um, so I'm not sure if Chris Evans actually had this one before, but from the headline, he's got it this year. I'm not sure what exactly he did to kind of stand out this year other than do stuff with that beard. Maybe um, it was the the thing he did um, on Netflix, uh, the, 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 the gray man thing that basically put him over the top. So I can't think of anything particularly new and fresh that Chris Evans put forth this year. But, you know, they're not what I mean, sexiest man alive. So what do I know? Congratulations, Chris Evans, for just proving that you're sexy and sexy is man alive, at least for the next 12 months. Disney is actively looking to develop an Indiana Jones TV show for Disney+. Plus. Oh, they did that back in the day. It's called Young Indiana Jones because I don't think Harrison Ford is down for all that work all that time. Unless you're going to basically recast, you know, make it a, make not so much a, a growing up developing Indiana Jones, but a younger indie doing younger indie stuff. We shall see how this plays out. But if you remember Young Indiana Jones uh, back when um, Disney and ABC basically first became a thing uh it was a pretty big deal it didn't last very long uh, mostly because it was kind of expensive uh and, and just sort of you know sometimes the pre-tails don't work work very well and that was of course about 30 years ago now we want prequels and ultra coals and back holes and all color quals so um this one will probably work out a lot better for disney and disney plus since they just need stuff to put on their streaming service and now that they have the, the indiana jones franchise to grow on even though harrison ford's like 117 years old they can make that happen as well let's move on to this story it goes like this casey anthony to break silence on 2011 trial and acquittal in new docuseries uh, there's new docuseries let me see if i still have the note up i don't so i don't have where it's coming on but one of the streaming services is going to come up at a, with a casey anthony series basically where she's going to just kind of go about what's going on she's going to tell all or at least all she wants to tell about the case of the murder of her two-year-old daughter now she was found not guilty so there you go so technically she is not responsible for the murder of her two-year-old daughter but many people who follow this case don't quite go along with what the jury went in that one we'll hear what casey anthony has to say about this and whether we get a chance to believe it or not another you know picking for another phrase another tv show back today but we shall see Twitter will add an official badge to high-profile accounts in lieu of verification. So, apparently the blue checkmark thing's not quite going away, or the $8 checkmark's not quite going away, but they're shifting how things are going to work out. You won't be a verified account anymore. You will be an official account. What does that mean? I don't really know. It just means, you know, the check marks looks a little different. It basically looks the same thing, and Twitter is going to charge you eight bucks for it. Elon Musk is down with this charging people to have this verification, which kind of makes sense if they can actually verify who people are. Um, because you know, it, it puts some skin in the game for people who want to have this thing to put forth the effort, but also makes it easy for the Russian trolls to pay eight bucks to say they're Dr. Oz and complain about losing the election for the next 12 months because it's just eight bucks and they can fake that info anyway we're going to see how this plays out down the line as well a and b and b airbnb that is is addressing two huge complaints 
hidden fees, and chores. Airbnb is going through the motions, at least, of committing itself to being a better at customer service. The Airbnb brand is essentially people rent out their extra spaces, extra houses, extra um, rooms in some cases uh, for people for short-term stays. But what people are finding for Airbnb is they cost a whole lot of money because the hidden fees, they're charging so many extra things for cleaning fees and laundry fees and all the other things that pop up. And they're making people, you know, essentially clean the house as they leave, do the laundry, uh, put the dishes away, all those things like that. That if you're on vacation, that, you know, somebody shows up and does those things for you, or you just leave them out and just deal with it uh, in the back end. You don't need clean towels and sheets every night. You just, you know, throw them on the floor. And at the end, someone shows up and cleans them. And a lot of people have complained that, you know, they spend the full day, the last full day of their vacation cleaning the house just for someone to come over and clean the house because you tip housekeepers. That being a bit redundant and the hidden fees that you don't find out to till you show up and read all the fine prints. Uh, Airbnb is slashing most of those hidden fees and basically telling the landlords to, um, you know, cool it with the crazy stuff like making people uh, strip the beds and remake things and stuff like that as they leave the buildings. Uh, we shall see how well that trickle down information is going to do, but we're going to see what happens going forward in that one. Good Samaritan pays off predatory loan debt of Arizona man featured in USA Today. Click the link for this story uh, and get the details on this one. USA Today had a feature on a man who had uh, predatory loan debt that was way out of hand. It just kind of showed uh, spotlighting uh, just how bad predatory uh, lending is and still is. There have been plenty of things put on the books to take care of these people. And these are these people who are doing it. And these people get caught into it because in some cases they ain't got no chance of getting any of the kind of credit. And I said it on purpose. They just don't have access to anything else. And they get stuck with these things that never go away. Uh, this story, uh, a heartbreaking one. One man decides to, or good Samaritan should say, as, as listed, decides to get him out of debt. Take care of it. Check out the link on USA Today. And know that it is good to sometimes be the bigger person and just take care of stuff in a sense for Really, no real publicity. Sure, they got written up in a news story, but you know, there's not much he's gonna get from this. Um, I mean, there's no investment part of this. It's just basically he had funds, he saw someone needing funds, he took care of it. Read the full story, give me comments on that one in full detail. This is a story that I'm pretty sure we're talking about tomorrow, but you can help and put a hand in making sure it is talked about going to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter and making sure that this one is deemed as conversational in the range. We'll put it out there. Here it is. Detained WNBA star Brittany Griner is being moved to a Russian penal colony. Uh, the, the further headline on this is the, the prison facilities are notorious for mistreating inmates. This is something that we know from just people from Russia living there. Something we know from Americans who have been locked up in Russian prisons, their penal colonies. And this is going to be a new thing for the uh, Russians for sure, as Brittany Griner, of course, a... Um, homosexual female athlete uh, from the States and what's going to happen to her going forward. Uh, we can talk deep about this. We definitely don't want to give up talking about Brittany Griner. We'll talk deep about this story. If you deem this a good one, go to our feeds on Facebook, facebook.com slash this is the conversation project and twitter.com slash TH underscore conversation. And uh, as you engage in the story, when it gets posted, it gets posted in about 20 minutes or so, but it'll be there in your feed, you know, forever's. Uh, like it, love it, hate it, share it. The more engagement you give to the story, the bigger 
the chance, the greater chance, pretty much I'm going to talk about it anyway, but the greater chance that it is valid to talk about as a conversational story fed by you out there. Something that I'm going to keep talking about because, you know, this is a show, this is for profit. We're trying to make things happen around here and keep things happening is sponsors. Today's sponsor we're going to publish and push is Robinhood. Robinhood, the app that allows you to trade uh, stocks, bonds, and crypto on your phone quick and easy and also offers you up a free stock just for signing up. Stocks aren't doing so hot. Well, let me back up a little bit. Stocks are actually having a bit of a rebound right now. A bit of it is because of midterm elections, weirdly enough, and a bit of it is because of a lot of these companies the ones that aren't really screwing people over are actually doing pretty good and having some pretty good numbers coming out. They are able to keep paying dividends. They're able to stay afloat. They may not be at, you know, 52 week highs, but they're doing well enough to stay stable. And most of them, not all, most of them aren't looking to layoffs to make extra money. So now is a great time to get into the world of investing and you can do it literally on the cheap. You don't have to buy a full $100 stock at full price. You can buy $5, $10, $15 worth of it, buy fractional stocks and earn that cheddar. You can also um, get the dividends, get the knowledge, get the tools that Robinhood uses, or use your own stinking tools to do your investing. You can buy crypto, which I'd say don't do, but you can do that. You can buy bonds, you can buy stocks, you buy ETFs, buy them all via Robinhood. We're not saying toss the whole um, you know shooting match at it. Don't, throw, don't put the house on it. But, you know, take a couple bucks in your spare change money, take a little money that you made off that lottery winnings, which aren't quite probably $1.9 billion, and put a little bit into the investment and watch those grow. Learn how investments work. Don't just take the advice that buy game stock because it's going up until people get rid of it. Be responsible. Remember, you could lose money in these ordeals. But check it out at our affiliate link at thisisaconversationproject.com slash Robinhood. This it's a conversationproject.com slash Robinhood. This is an affiliate link, so we get a little bit of money back for you going in there. But it literally costs you nothing to go to Robinhood, and it can make you more money. Their uh, savings accounts and their accounts for your investments are giving right now 1.5% interest, which is unheard of in any sort of online savings account. That might be worth the issue right there. Check it out at this. is a conversationproject.com slash Robinhood for more details. Our home on the web for the conversation project is this is a conversationproject.com. Stop by for more things about things you might not have heard. Stop by for more things we're doing with the conversation project. Stop by for things like the special we had last night, 12 hours ago or so. We were on the airwaves of the internet, because there's not actually airwaves, uh, talking about election stuff. I think it was fun. We had a good outing, had some good uh, feedback on that one. Uh, luckily, we have two more years where we deal with anything like that, but we will see what happens and more specials may come up. Plus, we uh, did a sort of soft launch, soft relaunch of the Now What Network. We'll do more explaining about that as it will become sort of a sponsor here to explain what's going on to keep track of the people once we know who's actually you know in charge of stuff. But thank you for stopping by our main website, which is this is a conversationproject.com. Links for the feeds, links for partnership opportunities, sponsorships, and other things we do are there at the website. So stop by, say hi, and see what we have going on over there. Now, today, things that you might have heard of, starting off with the birthdays for the day. Happy freaking birthday to the original TV uh, live action Incredible Hulk, Lou Ferrigno, 71 years old on the day. Before there was an Eric Bana, before there was a uh, Mark Ruffalo, before there was CGI. There was Lou Ferrigno, 
Uh, and he you know, still the king of all hulks right now. Him and his version, uh, him and, and and Thor, I think maybe top, you know, Thor, you know, walking around with in um Ragnarok. Well, no, not really, but it's out there. Chris Jericho, Y2J, uh, the, the Joker, the man who is um the lead singer for Fozzie. This guy does it all professional wrestler, a writer, a podcaster, a musician, a philosopher, just an all-around cool guy, 52 years old on the day. And of course, happy freaking birthday to Nick Lachey, 98 degrees. What the hell, Nick Lachey? 49 years old on the day. Not quite 98, but yeah, that's a joke to go for. Scrapple Day. Today is Scrapple Day. Let me go to the official line for Scrapple. Scrapple is a traditional it's additionally a mush of pork scraps and trimmings combined with cornmeal, wheat flour, and spices such as sage, thyme, savory, and black pepper. The mush is then formed into a semi-solid loaf sliced and pan-fried. Scrapple is a thing that is a kind of a Pennsylvania st staple. Um, you might think of it like, like, like corned beef hash, but it's not, it's not that. It's pork. It's scrapple. Don't mess with scrapple, apparently, because it's a big deal. And today... It's the day to celebrate Scrapple. I have no idea where Scrapple can get any here because it's not a it's not an Arkansas thing. It's not a Southern thing for the most part. But if you got the Scrapple and you're into Scrapple, if you can feel your, your arteries harding right now at the sound of that, go get you a chunk and some eggs and um, a big old cup of black coffee and enjoy your Scrapple on the day. Not Scrabble. Whole nother thing today all about the Scrapple. Looks like I hit the wrong slider there. So going out of the door, one more thing you might not have heard today includes this fun fact. When it comes to simple strength-based exercises that you can pretty much do anywhere or do pretty much anywhere as it is, a humble push-up is hard to beat. Research from the University of Sydney looking at more than 80,000 adults compared different forms of exercise and found that those who did strength-based exercises just twice a week at a 23% reduction in risk of premature death by any means, and 31% reduction in cancer-related death. I'm not sure how push-ups necessarily fight off cancer, or, or but essentially it's exercise. Somebody who does some bodyweight um, exercises, knocking out some push-ups, maybe some sit-ups, um, some little squats going back and forth, are going to find themselves in better health in general, as opposed to someone who does absolutely nothing. So this is not you know a two-hour uh, session of tossing weights around. This is just getting on the floor, knocking out five uh, every uh, every couple hours or so, and moving on with life. Give it a shot. See how it goes. I think you will find it's going for the better. And with that, you can see how the day goes because it's Wednesday. It's still November 9th, 2022, as I say these words. And we'll see about Thursday when we get there. But we thank you so much for joining us for this edition of the Things You Might Have Heard video or podcast. Whether you're watching this video live video recorded or the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us for how we do things here. Uh, we are doing what we can to keep things going. And it's been a, a kind of longish night. Basically, basically, I stayed up a little late to watch some results. And then I got up a little, a little early to see how things played out because things happened in the middle of the night for election night. And things turned out essentially the way I, I expected. We're going to see how the Senate race and the House race will end up. We pretty much know how the big governor's races are going. So we know what's going on. Arkansas knows how, how we're running. We are basically all red except for our mayor's race, which looks like the incumbent Frank Scott will get another term there. So love him or hate him. You still have him to kick around for another uh, term as, as mayor here in Little Rock. We shall see how that all plays out. 
And remember, keep things playing out. You need to stay hydrated, stay limber, and stay on task for all the grand things you are meant to do in this world. I think I got grand things to do as well. So I'm going to do the some follow the same advice. Been a bit tired, been a bit kind of down. The election stuff has really been sort of a just really kind of a pain in my head and pain in my neck, pain all over thing. But now that we're almost past it, and in my opinion, looks like we're getting past the thought of Donald Trump being in charge of stuff and telling people what to do. We can get on to something that's a bit more sane, we hope. Uh, hopefully your guy won. And if your guy didn't win, hopefully the guy that did win, you know, has some sense of sanity. We're wrapping up for this for the day. And we'll do this again come Thursday for another edition of Things You Might Not Have Heard.